All right, all right. It's not my weekend podcast with your boy, Jerry G. What is up, everybody? What's going on? It is Wednesday morning, September 6th, dog. I've got my brown sugar, oat milk, espresso, chicken, light ice. And I know I've told you guys this before, but it happened again, dog. Listen, the drink is called brown sugar, no, oat milk, brown sugar, oat milk, espresso, shaken. All right? That's the name of the drink. You've seen it. It's on Starbucks. Some of you guys have tried it and hit me up. I like it. But once I tell these motherfuckers light ice, once I say light, easy on, I just want easy on the ice. I, basically, I just say, no se pasen de verga con el hielo, wey, por favor. That's all I mean. But once I say that, once I say that, it's happened already to me like two, three times. They completely changed the drink. In fact, even on the little monitor, the drink is different now. Now it's called a blonde Americano iced coffee or some shit. They changed all because I said light ice. So what they're trying to tell me is that once I say light ice, the whole entire drink changes. Why? That doesn't make any sense to me. That doesn't make any sense to me, doc. The one time they explained it, stupid. That fool, we got into it. I've told you guys this already. And it happened. This time I didn't argue. I just noticed. And I was going to take a picture of it. I just noticed. I say, let me get a brown sugar, oat milk, espresso, shaken, easy on the ice. Ya ni me dicen nada, wey. Now they just put, okay. And then they put uh, iced coffee, fucking iced coffee blonde or some shit. Just because I said that. Because it starts off with brown sugar. On, on the monitor, it starts off brown sugar, oat milk, espresso. It starts off like that when I order it. Once I say light eyes, they change it. They fucking change it, bro. What kind of hidden menu bullshit is this, dog? It, it, it changes the drink, too, guys. It's not the same drink. It doesn't It's more pinche milky, fool. Now I'm rushing to the bathroom as soon as I finish eating it. Drinking it. Why? Somebody explain. Riddle me that. Anyways. I'm over it. I'm over it. I'm over it. All right. Moving on. Uh, it's Wednesday morning, dog. We just came off Labor Day weekend. I hope you guys had a great Labor Day weekend. Uh, it was an interesting Labor Day weekend for a, a certain Dodger. I have to start with the Dodgers. I have to start with Julio freaking... Urias die, and um, and the and the end of him, and the last we'll see of Julio Urias, obviously as a Dodger, and probably as a baseball player in the Major League Baseball, dog. Very unfortunate. This idiot, for those of you who don't know, don't follow baseball or sports in particular. Ay 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 ay. Dodger pitcher Julio Urias. Uh, got caught. He went to the to the Messi game against the LAFC at Bevmo Stadium. Where where the fuck the name of the stadium is here in LA? LAFC soccer was playing against Messi's team Miami, and Pichurias got himself in a little Messi himself. Thank you, thank you. I want to give a shout out to my writers on that. Thank you. Shout out to Fernie Rodriguez and uh, El Pichas Sammy for writing that joke for me. Thank you very much. Um, 
Yeah, fool. So this motherfucker dog goes to the game. He is with his wifey. And this idiot, idiot, bro, pendejo, wey. Pendejo, wey. Gets a kilo, gets a, I'm sure it was drink. He got a little too drunk, aggressive, and he slapped around his wifey in public, fool. Like a fucking pendejo, wey. And before the, the game ends, the game ends around nine. He's in fucking jail by 11 p.m., fool. They arrest him at the stadium. The altercation happened in the stadium with witnesses. There's possible videos out there of him doing fucking slapping this chick around, fool. Obviously, he's done, suspended, jail, felony, domestic abuse charge. Felony, compa. Felony. Uh... That means there was a couple jabs in there throwing a little, you know, maybe a little hook as well, fool. Felony, compa. So now this fool is done. Sucks. Fucking sucks, fool. For the Dodgers. Sucks. And for the wifey. Sucks, fool. Pendejo, way. Pendejo, way. For those of you who don't know, he was about to become a free agent. The season's almost ending. Last, this is the last month of the regular season. Then we go into the playoffs, which is where he affects us, Dodger fans, big time, bro. Because he's a big part of our rotation, starting lineup, starting pitching. No, that's it. He's done. So that's going to affect us, Dodger fans. He's also going to affect himself because after this season... He was going to become a free agent, which means he can sign with any team, including the Dodgers or any team that's willing to pay him the most amount of money. And he was projected to make up to $200 million. Guess what? Done. Done. No one's going to give him that. Nadie, way. Not even 200 million pesos, way. Which is about, what, $50 million. Not even that. Done, son. Done. 27 years old, fool. This is the second time he does this, fool. In 2019, he got caught again. Well, first time. Shoving his chick at the Beverly Hills Center, dog. In Beverly Hills, fool, at the mall. Come on, you're not going to do that. A Mexican fucking around like that with his fucking chick? With all them damn Karens around? All these white people watching? Hells no, compa. Hells no. They caught him. They caught him. And then uh, obviously the, his late, I think, I don't, I'm not sure. I don't want to, I think the same, it's the same girl. The same girl who at the time was his girlfriend. Now it's his wifey, I believe. Right? Uh, I got him off the hook because she's all like, oh, no, I slipped. I slipped like a true fucking hero that she is. She, I slipped. I ran into the doorknob. Whatever she said, dog. You know, I, you know, I fell down the stairs, whatever she said. She got him off the hook, fool. Uh, uh, with the chart, with the criminal charges. But baseball investigated and they're like, nah, 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 relax, fool. You did something here, fool. So they, sus- they suspended him for a little bit, you know. So the suspension was like supposedly 20, 20 games and then, all was forgiven after that. Full misunderstanding. His lady forgave him. All this shit. Whatever the fuck. 
It was a little weird, awkward for a few months, but he's a Dodger and whatever. He continued. So this fool got a second chance, bro. And then he fucks it up again, fool. Fucks it up once again in public, fool. I mean, I'm not saying trying to say do that shit at home. Don't do that shit at all. Pero el pendejo at home, dog. Like, come, I mean, in public where people, oh, man. He's done, fool. He's done. And how I feel, this is how I feel. I feel, I'm just disappointed in the cat, bro. Because first of all, obviously, no one should be doing that shit to anybody, any lady out there, fool. Of course. Of course, fool. Es lo de menos, wey. But I'm very disappointed in, in the person that he is. In the, in the, in who he, he, he is, dude. That's, I'm disappointed in that. Right? We root for this guy. There's bobbleheads. There's jerseys, fool. There's, People root for him. He's Mexican, bro. Like the the he spoke at Fernando Valenzuela's retirement ceremony. For I mean, uh, Jersey retirement ceremony. Like he's important to the community, to us. He's our guy, bro. He's our guy. Man, that's where I'm disappointed at him because as a Dodger fan, I'm disappointed in him, fool. And then obviously, again, as a fan, speaking as a fan, guys. He's going to literally directly affect us in the playoffs, fool. And, 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 and I know that might not mean a lot for a lot of people, but for us, who we're like, dog, I've been, we're invested, bro, like all year, fool. All year since fucking February 15th when the catchers and pitchers report to spring training. That's where we start to get invested in this whole entire scheme. And fucking 80 like this guy to mess it up, not because of an injury, not because of an unfortunate situation, not because of an unlucky. No, but por pendejo, wey. Por pendejo. And he's gonna he can he's gonna affect us in more ways than you think. And himself and everybody around him, he he's lost millions, hundreds of millions of dollars. That's dog. No way. No way. That, that's not cool, bro. Not cool. I got to sign baseball from this cat. Thank you, Chaton. You know, which I'm basically going to just give to my dog now. Chew toy. That cabron, way. on for very disappointing, dude. Very disappointing, dog. Um, Speaking of El Chaton and the homie Sammy. Sammy's in town, dog. He showed up this weekend. He's here in my house. Uh, I give him the master bedroom. Ay, 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 ay. Uh... He has one of the bedrooms. I got one of my kids' bedrooms, so my kid is sleeping in my room now, dog, for this week. Um, it's fine. Sammy's here, dog. So, yes, if you're doing, if you're putting everything together, if you're hearing Chaton, if you're hearing Sammy, if you're hearing Jerry G, HP, guess what? Yes, I think you're right. That may mean that we're going to start recording some Tragos Amargos podcast episodes fool that's why he's here he's been here since sunday it's wednesday we haven't recorded yet fool we've been planning yay yay planning oh this better be good fool oh this better be good um now we've run into a couple of situations with cameras uh sound engineering producing we, we were supposed to have a producer who couldn't make it so now we're working around that uh but yeah we're excited we, we, we we're gonna definitely record at least a couple episodes Fuck with those, edit those, and hopefully it'll be out by sometime in October, the latest. And uh, 
Yeah, so we'll be working on that for later this day. Later later this afternoon, Wednesday, die. So we'll be there. All right. Um Yeah. That's been it's been crazy. Uh it's been um, it's been fun having Sammy though here for he's very helpful, dog, and uh, hopefully we shoot um we, he got here on Sunday and had a show Sunday night at the Ice House in Pasadena, which I was really excited about. In fact those two shows sold out. Which was perfect because it was a Sunday before Labor Day. A lot of people were off Monday, so that bitch sold out. And I was excited because I had Sammy here. He had his camera. He had his mics. He, it was sound. It was dope, fool. I even put a little makeup on, Doc. All that shit. It was great. And the fucking show was canceled due to a car accident that happened in the corner of the by the club that blew out the power for the entire block. And so the whole block was without power, including the comedy club. And so we waited for like an hour to show that first show at 730, second show was at 930. We waited till like 830, around 830 they called it and, and they canceled both shows. And uh, the power never went on. We hung out there till like 9, 915 and the power never came back. And uh, very unfortunate, dog, for the problem is for those of you who got tickets, dog, I'm sorry, dude. But uh, they, re they just rescheduled that show for September 24th. See, it's not a Jerry Garcia show. This was a Sebastian Cetina produced show. I'm headlining that show. The problem is that now it's been it's been uh, rescheduled for September 24th, another Sunday. But I will be out of town that weekend. Dog. I won't be back until Monday the 25th. So unfortunately, I will not be able to perform that makeup show. For those of you who got tickets, just giving you a heads up. Just giving you a heads up. All right. Uh, with that said, I do have uh, Covina Laugh Factory this weekend. Very few tickets are left. It's me and Concrete, dog. Concrete's selling out everywhere, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, this show, these shows will sell out. Uh, three shows. Two shows Saturday, one show Sunday. We're thinking about adding a second show Sunday, but it's not sold out yet. Sunday show is not sold out yet, so we can't add a second show. And it's already Wednesday, so it's probably not going to happen. Uh, but get your tickets. There are very few, very few tickets left. Like less than half for Sunday. Both show Saturdays are pretty much at 80%, 90% sold. So, guys, in, I'm telling you guys right now. All right? It should be a wild, great weekend. Um, as far as this last weekend is concerned, I did want to share what, what went down. Uh, personally, uh, I wanted to give you guys a little update uh, this weekend. Uh, This Labor Day weekend, I, I didn't work. I only had that show uh, Friday at the Ice House, which which I was looking forward to. Got canceled. But I decided to take Friday and Saturday off. So I took Friday and Saturday off. And uh, I had already kind of... I didn't have shows anyway, but I wanted to leave them open. Because uh, I, I, last week I kind of said it jokingly uh, that my brother was back on that fucking math. Back in the streets, not doing so well, and and I share this because, like I say, uh, first of all, I don't really like to talk about it too much. Like I really keep that stuff to myself. It really brings me down. It's downer for my weight away. See my fake that way, and I don't like to bring that energy to the podcast or to my Instagram or to life itself. Oh, I have to concentrate about fucking being funny on stage, dog. So it's hard to bring all this kind of baggage to, but. I think this is one of the few places I'm able to open up like that uh, because uh, especially with the feedback that I get from you guys, a lot of people out there going through this stuff with family members as well or you yourselves or anybody you know, 
close to you. So that's why I think I, there's a good little connection. I, I do appreciate all the messages that I get about your experiences with shit like this. Um, it's very, you know, it's very traumatic for a lot of people, Doug. And so like, I like to talk about it in that way. I try to make it as funny as possible just to keep light, shit light. Uh, but at the same time, it, you know, it's a sad situation. Uh, it is. It's all good. But, you know, with that, I, I do try and make it as bright as possible, as light as possible, uh, being that it is what it is, you know. Um, my brother, I, I just found out he's 38 years old. I thought he was like 36. He's 38 years old. He start and and uh, he's, he started fucking with this shit, crystal meth, um, around the early age of twenty twenty one. Dog, he remembers twenty twenty one, um, and uh, so that's how long he's been battling with this shit, ladies and gentlemen. In and out of jail, in and out of rehabs, in and out of the streets, dog. And uh, lately, he f- fell hard again. So for like the last month, I've, this basically what how it goes down, and we've been through this many times with the family. We start to see, you know, we 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 start to see him do not good, right? It's always he quits his job, he goes MIA for a few days, doesn't check in, doesn't come visit my mom. My mom calls him like all the time because she's always worried for him, so she's always calling him asking him to come visit her. She wants to see him. She wants to see how he's doing. And obviously, the worse he gets, the less he checks in, the less he comes see her. And we start to figure it out, like, oh, this was back at it. And sure enough, we found out from friends that he was actually not doing good at all and sleeping in the parks, sleeping in cars, sleeping in streets, full sleeping wherever the fuck he can, just, just loses everything, bro. Like, he loses his apartment, he loses his job. He loses his girlfriend, whoever he's dating. He just lets everything go, fool. Once he's on this shit, everything is gone, bro. Throw the way. Throw the way. Talking to him, he does realize that, man, dude, I, I just, it just takes a hold of me. This is all I can think about and care about. And it's fucked up, bro. It's really fucked up. So we knew this. And a couple of weeks ago, my sister was like, yo, man, uh, we're going to have to take this food back to Tecate way. So, like, when are you open? When can you do this? I'm like, bro, like, I'm, I got I'm really busy right now kind of shit, you know? I got Tragos Amargos coming. Ay, 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 ay. Uh, you know? I'm really backed up on my, it's not my weekend podcast. And uh, um, now I'm like, well, uh, right now I'm booked until Labor Day. Like, I got Labor Day off right now, except for that's, I got a Sunday show on Labor Day. Other than that, I'm, um, I'm free. And she's like, well, leave that, leave those dates open. Don't book nothing, fool, because I think that's the weekend. That was like two weeks ago. We're talking about like sometime in August. And she's like, we, we got to take them in again, dog. And so, yeah, so I left Friday and Saturday open. And sure enough, uh, leading up to that week, uh, we had a talk with him. We got a hold of him. And he's just like, uh, he kind of said, come out to him, hey, bro, either you turn yourself into a rehab somewhere by yourself or we're going to do what we got to do. And throw you in somewhere, fool. Like, and you know what that means? It's most likely Tecate. Tecate is a place we've been taking them in the past, which is in Baja California. Uh, you cross the border through San Diego, through the east side of San Diego, not through the main San Isidro. That's T- that's Tijuana. For those of you who are not familiar, not through TJ. It's about thirty miles east, or yeah, east 
of Tijuana. So that's a good 45 minute drive from Tijuana to Tecate if you go in through Tijuana. So we're going through the other side of it. Uh, Mesa de Otay, I believe it's called. Uh, anyways, you go through another way to get to that place. You've been there before. It's the only place that seems to work pretty well for many various reasons, right? Obviously, it's because he's like in a whole different country. We take away his ID, his visa, his, his passport, and he because we've taken him to places here, and he just literally checks himself out, walks out, runs away after a week or two, dog tops, sometimes days. So it hasn't been very, you know, constructive for us. But Tecate has always been pretty good. Now it's a little rougher. It is rough. I'm, they don't beat the shit out of them, but it, it's not, it's not uh, lovely there, fool. All right, it's not very kind there. Um, it's almost like staying like at a halfway home. It's almost staying like at a low security prison, almost. You know, it's Mexico at the end of the day, bro. It's not gonna have the hot water. It's not gonna have the fast speed internet. It's not gonna have the great insulation. It's not gonna have that shit, dog. It's gonna be cold, right? It's gonna be not pretty, fool. It's gonna be dirty. There's gonna be dirt everywhere. Not gonna be pretty, guys. Uh, not gonna be. For, it's not gonna be comfortable. That's what I'm trying to say. It's not gonna be comfortable. And so he gets. You know, he's been there. This this is his third time, bro. I believe our next time is gonna be free. And uh, dog, this is his third time going there. And every time he goes there, he has to be there minimum four months. And I'm on, I'm telling you, I'm spreading this out because maybe somebody you know who may need this type of help, fool. All right? And I I am endorsing this place. Maybe even a sponsor. I'm going to try and get a sponsorship for these guys now. Uh, I am going to give them a little plug, a little shout out. Uh, they're called Credad. C-R-R-E-A-D. Two R's. C-R-R-E-A-D. It's an acronym. It stands for something. I don't know. But that's the name of the place. Um... And Tintecate, and let me tell you, fool, it's fucking cheap, dog. So, four months, for four months, you, all you got to pay is $500, okay? Que mas quieres, way? Fuck yeah, I'm down, right? What is that? What is that? Uh, what, what is that, like $125 a month? $500 divided by four months. Yeah, $125 a month, dog. All right? That's your... Para, your, para, que, para que entres for cuatro meses, wey. After those four... After that $500 payment, you also have to pay... Get this. Agarrense. Agarrense. $25 bucks a week for food. Huh? Huh? So, yeah, bro. Um, so it's a hundred bucks a month for food, bro. Uh, pretty good, right? Pretty good. Get my skate this way. So, four months, right? 125 a month plus 25 a week. So it's basically 225 a month. A month, ladies and gentlemen. Last, that's, that's, what is that? 225 times, what is that? What is that? Two twenty-five divided by thirty days. That's seven dollars a day, full seven fifty, including all three meals, bedding, fucking 
the service, the all that shit, the the therapy. Not bad at all, right, guys? Not bad at all. Um, but all that said, with all that great price, um, they're also really pretty fucking good. They're also pretty fucking good. Like I said, it's pretty rough, grimy, but it's fucking pretty damn good, guys. Um, it works. He comes out of there healthy, you know, clean, gordo, cachetón, way, happy. He, of course, he four months, but four months. That's the minimum that completes their little fucking service. But they strongly encourage you to stay longer. Obviously, right? They're like, para, para que esto sirva. Ya no siga regresando, so you don't keep coming back to this fucking place. He needs to stay at least a year to a year and a half. A year to a year and a half is what we strongly recommend. We've never done that. We've ne This is our third time. The first two times, we took him out right on the fourth fucking month on the dot. For why? Because of my mom and my dad. They miss him. They see him. They visit him, and they see him doing so well and so healthy. And he's, like, obviously begging to let fucking get me out of this fucking place i'm good i'm good i'm good i get it now never again never again i've changed i get it now like he's like begging my mom and every one of us that goes ya estoy bien wey i'm good ya gracias por todo so agradezco you guys hooked me up oh man i got already like i know what i'm gonna do in my life now i got this in order I'm going to get this job. I got people waiting for me. I got this job waiting for me. I got these other people. I got this. I've got that. I've done this. I've I'm, ooh, Like he puts, he sets out his whole game plan. His whole, every time we go visit, we visit once a month, right? Once a month, we go visit. And every time, obviously, he looks healthier and healthier. He, ooh, he's working out. He's chiseled. Food, hands, handsome. Todo eso es chingón, wey. He does, fool. And... We're like, bro, like, what are you going to say to that? What are you going to say? He's all right. Like, I've done my part. Me entregué. Hice todo lo que me hicieron, way. I did everything. I'm working. I'm helping other people here. Like, I, I, do a, uh, I do a lot of great things, you know, and I'm, I'm very fortunate to be here. I'm, I'm very grateful for everything they've done for me here. But I'm I'm good. I'm ready to walk out of this place. And he always convinces us at least the first two times. He's convinced us like, yo, this is, thanks, man. I'm ready to start my life clean from here on. And of course, my mom, ya saquenlo, ya está bien. Ya quiero que regrese a la casa. Ya, ya quiero que esté bien. Ya no lo quiero tan lejos. He, he did his time. You know how moms are. You know how fucking moms are, dog. And he gets to us. And of course, and then we tell him, fool, just hang in there four months. Complete the four months. I'll, I'll complete the four months, fool. But on the fourth month, I want to be out of here. So, yeah. Basically, we're going to go through that again. But we're all like fucking, yo, man, hyping each other up. Yo, one year, fool. We got to do one year. We got to get to the fucking year, dog. We got to get to the year. He's going to hate us. He's going to fucking be angry, bitter, depressed, sad, whatever the fuck. My mom, too. But it's for his own good, fool. Like, he needs to stay a whole year. You know, they tell us that that's the only way this whole, like, that whole garbage that's in the system is going to come out. Like, that. that's what happens. Like, he, he's clean. He's good. 
but he still is going to have those sensations sooner or later because it hasn't he he still his body still kind of fiends it fool but after a year those chances drop severely dog so we have to take advantage of keeping him here as long as possible and yeah so you after the four months, you pay the 500 bucks again for another four months, and you pay the food again. The food you pay as you go. Obviously, I left two months paid. And so every time we go visit him, I'll leave some more food and shit like that. But um, money. Uh, but I recommend it, man. If anybody's interested, fool, hit me up, dog. Um, like I said, it, the fucking pl the place works. There, there's 250 people in there, and they said, like, the majority... Over 150 of them are Americans from San Diego, Los Angeles, San Bernardino, Inland Empire, Lancaster, Ventura, they even Arizona. They've come. They send them, family members send them there. So there's like a lot of English-speaking motherfuckers. But with that said, dog, his Spanish comes out fucking clean, dog. He comes out speaking great Spanish, fool. Like, it's, it's, it's a beautiful thing to see him like that, you know. Uh, so motivated, so happy. Like he, when he comes out, it's like a beautiful thing. For it just hasn't lasted that long. Like he, he, when he comes out of those, when he's come out of those places before, those two times, he has stayed clean the longest, over a year, over a year. When he's tried other places, uh, obviously because he doesn't stick around too long, he's back at it within a couple months. Um, the other thing that's worked for him is jail. He's done jail very. Several times um, for like breaking and entering, possession, uh, fighting, la chingada, whatever the fuck he does. And uh, yeah, full fucking jail helps him for a little bit because they scare him straight too. Like, right, you know, he don't want to be in jail. And so he's clean for a few months, but it's hard, man. It's just hard, man. He's, he's about to be 40 years old, dog. So um, that's not funny anymore. Right? It's not cute anymore. We've been dealing with this my whole life, guys. Like, I mean, basically 20 years of this shit. Um, I really try not to talk about it. Uh, obviously, it's not something you really want to be out there talking about. Uh, but, of course, I worry for the motherfucker, dog. Of course, dog. Um, yeah, for, yesterday we were having lunch, me, Sammy, and and, and Fernie. And uh, we are having lunch at, at, at Tom's in Huntington Park. And across the street at the bus stop, there was a young lady also, like, cracked out. Obviously, she looks bad, homeless, beat up, methed out, hallucinating. And this, like, this was like a lunch, bro, like a 12 o'clock, noon. And broad daylight, like, and right across the street of us, we're watching it because we're sitting right by the window. And we're like, oh, she got a chick because she was like, dancing and hallucinating, talking to herself, running on the street, getting off the street, toda, you know, pobrecita, way. And uh, we're just trying to trip. We're just tripping out on her phone, you know, like, oh, look at her. No, mom, is, that sucks. And I think of my brother, of course, dog. And then uh, this chick just starts, she puts her pants down on the bus stop and she starts taking a, sh starts taking a shit on the bus stop, fool. Big ass dump, fool. Big ass masa. And, uh, you know, it's, there's people walking by, you know, it's like, there was a store, there's a store right there in the corner. They fucking closed their, they locked their doors and stuff. They came out, they started through the window doing what she was doing on the bus stop, 
taking a big ass shit because she's being really loud about it. Se subía los pantalones, se los bajaba, se los subía. She'll take a shit, se los subía, los se los bajaba otra vez, güey. It was a mess, pobrecita, güey. And they called the cops, but by the time the cops showed up, uh, she had jumped on the bus or some bus happened to be pulling up and she just got in the bus and took off, fool. And I'm like, good luck to them. But that's that's a mess, fool. That's a mess, dog. It's bad. I don't know what my brother's doing, dog. I, I do know... Like, he spent the night at my sister's house before, and she tells me that, yeah, he, like, sleep talks a lot. And he has, like, he, like, just sleep talks loud. And it's all from the shit that's fucking riding his brain already, from Hallucinations, dog. But, yeah, this last time he looked really bad. He was all, like, dirty, smelly. You could tell you hadn't showered in days and awful. It's, it's, not, it's not cute, man. Not fucking good at all. But yeah, if anybody you guys know, if you need help and shit, let me know. Full fuck it. Uh, see what see what we can do and uh, fucking, I'll send you guys the info for I think I have it, dog. All right, all right, man. Uh, let me see here. Let me take a little break here before we keep going. I got a couple other shit. Oh, I got some shout outs. In fact, you know, let's get into the shout outs right now. I think I screenshot it some right now. Uh, let me see here. I mean, let me see. Uh, let me get to my notes. Uh, no, let's get to the screenshots. Let's get to the screenshots. Uh, let me see. <sighs> Fucking Julio Diaz, man. Oh, my goodness. All right, here we go. Uh, let me see here. All right, here we go. Shout out to Monica Salcedo, dog. Monica Salcedo. Just checked out the latest episode of your podcast. New listener. So I'll be catching up. But I think it's great. You shed some light on how men feel about getting older and who's going to take care of them. Hey, don't give up on your sons. They may surprise you. Laugh out loud. FYI, I'm that loving girl that told my hubby that we need to bring his dad from TJ to take care of him. But in all reality, my hubby is his dad's caretaker. So there is hope for you. You may not have to pimp yourself out in the old people's home. Crossing your fingers. Also, Breaking Bad is definite, definite binge, deathbed binge. But watch, but I would also be watching stuff like Narcos or Sons of Anarchy slash Mayans. Great podcast. Getting to know a little more about Jerry G. I'll be catching up on the rest. Go Dodgers. What's your favorite football team? You didn't say. Thank you, Monica. Welcome to this fuckery. Welcome. Uh, dog, I did forget about Narcos, bro. Narcos is probably my top three favorite show all time. Up there with Breaking Bad. Love Narcos. Love every season. Especially the one. I think the one with Pablo Escobar is the best season, which is season one and two. Narcos Mexico is dope. It's dope. But it's que in Narcos Mexico... It's mucha política, güey. Hay mucha política, and that's where it gets a little messy because there's only so much they can say or prove or talk about or embellish and this and that. Only so much so much people know so much, so it's hard to really pull that one off. Um, but I love it. I love it, fool. Um, love Narcos, and yes, I, Party Narcos would be my deathbed binge. I, I, I forgot all about it, to be honest with you. I saw Sons of Anarchy. I, I liked it a lot. I was a big fan of Sons of Anarchy until, like, the, again, the last, the last 
a couple of seasons, and even I don't like how it ended, but the last seasons were not that strong. The only thing about Sons of Anarchy is that, man, it was just, they were getting in so much trouble. First of all, they were never wearing their helmets, dog. That's a citation every time they leave the fucking driveway, dog. All right? Second of all, um, they were always getting away with all these crimes. Like, they're a small town biker club. Small town. Yeah, they're probably part of, and they, they probably represent a, a real big, like a Hell's Angels or something like that. I get it. They probably, bandidos or whatever, vagos. Like, I get it. They probably, that's what they're representing on the show. But they're still coming from a little small little town in Lodi, I believe. Uh, and it's like, they get away for, with a lot of, a lot of shit for such a small town biker club. But that's why it became a little unrealistic for me. But fine. I enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. I love the characters. Uh, they did a good job. Really good job. The ending was like, eh, all right, whatever. Now, I didn't get into Mayans. I wanted to get into Mayans because uh, I, I enjoyed Mayans when they came out on Sons of Anarchy. I love that little rivalry. I'm a big Emilio Rivera fan, bro. Of course, Edward James is almost the GOAT, dog. I, 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 liked, I liked the intention, but I saw a couple episodes and maybe I just gave up on it too soon. But I, after like two episodes of season one, I was over it. I didn't. I didn't, I didn't appreciate. I didn't like the the acting. I didn't like the the storyline. I didn't like. It was just a little too much build up for me. And again, I gave up on it pretty pretty easy, pretty quickly. Maybe I should have given it another try longer. And I might. I may go back to it eventually because I do hear good things about it. I really do. I, I hear a lot of people say good things about it, which is great. And it's still going on, I believe, or it's in this final season. So that's great that it succeeded. And so maybe I'll just have to give it another try, dog. But my ends for me in the beginning, I was like a little too slow. A little, it's like a little bit. It's like pretty much they were doing all the stuff that I didn't like about Sons of Anarchy. They were like doing, which is like a lot of buildup, a lot of talk, uh, like, like, you know, explosions and getting away with murder in the, in the middle of the day. It's like, oh God, all right, I'm over this shit. But it's good, fool. It's definitely good. Um, but, uh, yeah, fool, I, I think, uh, it's, it's, um, I'll check it out again, fool, is what I'm trying to tell you. As far as, uh, the death, uh, the caretaker, man, that's yeah, good for you. That's what I'm hoping for. I need a, a, a daughter-in-law like that. That's why I'm gonna be very nice to all my, my kids, fucking girlfriends, dude. Um, yeah, it's just something me have always thought about in the open. It's something you really don't think about, dog, but I, I, I think it's funny. Uh, Sammy told me I should make that into a joke, into a bit. How at first you want to live to 100, but now in my 40s, I'm like, fuck that. Give me a hot 50, dog, and I'm out the back door, fool. I'm done, fool. Um, it just sometimes feel like that. I just feel like being old looks very painful and uncomfortable. So I'm trying to tell you. That's where I stand in life right now, dog. And, uh, you know, I see my grandparents. My, I, I see my parents. I was struggling with, like, simple shit. And, of course, I wouldn't want my parents to go anywhere. That's how we were selfish. But sometimes you also kind of put yourself in that situation where, like, do I really want to be in pain all day as soon as I wake up, as soon as I like, go to sleep, like, uh, be, like, dependent on people? And I don't know, dog. It's just, at least right now, just your mind starts working in different ways, right? Uh, and then who knows? Maybe if you have a good family, strong bond and structure by the time you're older, you know, with your, with your with, for me, my daughter-in-laws, grandkids, even my kids, of course. 
I'm talking shit about my kids. I know my kids love me to death, but I also understand that they're fucking, they're going to be grown-ass men, individuals who got to take care of their own shit, of their own families, of their own problems. So I don't really count on them being around like that, you know, changing my diapers and shit. So we got to figure out other situations, dog. Um, but I don't know. I just think about stuff like that. And, uh, like, for me, it's like, what's the sweet spot? What's the number? Is it 60? Is it 65? Is it 70? You don't really want to think about it too much, but it all depends on how you're feeling health-wise, right? How physically well you're feeling or not. So that, and you just go based off of that. You just go based off of that. All right? And uh, I'm going to answer, but only because you're new to the game here, homegirl. Home uh, I'm a Raider fan for life. Raider fan for life. But uh, I also am a big fantasy football player. I manage five fantasy football leagues. So it's hard for me to stay committed to a, a team when I'm rooting for a bunch of players from other teams week to week, right? So I'm also sh rooting for a Trevor Lawrence and I'm rooting for a pinche uh, Justin Jefferson over here and I'm rooting for Justin Herbert over there because all uh, this fucking fantasy football situation that I find myself in, dog. Um, But Raiders at the end, they're they're my they're my soft spot. They're my you know that that's who I lean on. My kids love the Rams also, so I have a soft spot for the Rams as well. Being from LA, they're doing a great job. Rams are doing a great job repping the city, and I appreciate that. That's what that's what I like about the Rams, that they're putting a a winner on the field. They're working hard every year to put a winning team. Maybe not this year, but they're putting winning teams on that fuck, fucking football field and try to get Los Angeles championships. I appreciate that. Maybe the same could be said about the the, the Chargers, but the Chargers, you know, again, I, I feel bad. I just feel bad for the Chargers. The Chargers should stay in San Diego. They should have stayed in San Diego. That's who they belong, man. That's where they belong. San Diego misses them. It fucking sucks that they don't have a team. It sucks that they had to make that move and be here. Like, it's not fair for them, dog. It's hard to cheer for them. I am a Justin Herbert fan. Austin Eckler, even though I don't have him in any of my leagues this year, me lo ganaron in all five leagues, me lo ganaron. Uh, I'm a big Austin Eckler fan. It's just going to be hard to root for him this year because I don't have him in my league. I do have Justin Herbert in one of my leagues. Um, it's hard. It's hard to root for the Chargers, period. The Rams are a little easier, dog. You know, they're originally from L.A., They have grassroots here in L.A. They brought us a Super Bowl championship. My kids root for them. It's like it's hard not to be caught up with the Rams, dog. The Raiders are the Raiders, fool. You know, uh, they're in Vegas now, a little closer than Oakland, of course. When, I, they were in, when they were in Oakland, I didn't really mind because that's where they came from, dog. Oakland, they came from L.A., When they were in L.A., it's where I fell in love with them as a little kid. The Raider mystique, the toughness, the all that shit, the N.W.A., bro. I'm fucking 8, 9, 10, 11 years old, like, just watching these fools. Like, oh, that's fucking not badass. They left when I was in, like, junior high, I believe. They left back to Oakland. Broke my heart. But then I'm like, they're, they, they're originally from Oakland, bro. That's their team. Fuck it. We just borrowed them for a little bit. So I was cool. Then they went to Vegas, and I'm like... I like Vegas, dog. I'm, I'm, you know, Vegas is cool. And it's down the street. It's not too far. It's three hours away from here, dog. We're good. I can still root for the Raiders, dog. So, it, it, what frustrating with the Raiders is their front office, their management, their ownership. All that, they just can't get it together, fool. 
They keep stepping on their own toes. It's unfortunate, bro. It's really unfortunate. And, uh, yeah, fool. So, it sucks, man. It sucks. All right. Um, that's pretty much it, fool. What else do I got? What else do I got? Uh, I, I want to give a quick shout-out to my homie Israel Garcia, a comedian originally from El Paso, moved to San Antonio, uh, now living in Houston. If you get a chance, look up one bad comic, Israel Garcia. No relation, but I wish we were. He's like a brother to me. One of my best friends in comedy. Uh, we we pretty much started together when I was doing my first tours in Texas. He's one of the first comics I met and hung out with and hit it off with. And we've been friends ever since. We're talking about since like 2013, so like 10 years now. Uh, he's been my opener, my feature, my co-headliner, dog, everything. And with all that, he's always been a very special, beautiful fucking person. Great heart, great passion, great everything. So if you get a chance, look him up. He's Israel Garcia. One bad comic is what he goes by. I believe that's his Instagram, one bad comic. Um, he's uh, going through a terrible, terrible situation, which I don't want to get into too much right now, but uh, I, I, he shares some of that on his page. Um, he's going through a serious illness, and we're all praying for him and hoping that he gets better. Um, but it's not looking so good, to be honest with you. But we're, we're rooting for him to the last fucking day. And I just want to say I, I had a phone call with him this week and we talked for a long time and we have some plans in the future together of some fucking shows and some projects and I need him around. I want him around and I hope he sticks around for a long time. And um, I mean, this is the guy who opened up his home for me when I would go to Texas. I stayed at his house. He's the first guy I... He's the first guy where I experienced a bidet. He had a bidet in his house and I uh, in, in the United States. And when I saw the bidet in the United States, I'm like, oh, shit, there's fucking bidets in the United States, dog. I'll, I want one. And he turned me on to that. And then uh, just everything, fool. Like, we, we shared so much, fool, and had so many great fucking memories. And uh, I just hope we continue to make a lot more, motherfucker. All right? A lot more. Um, with that said, uh, we got some, I got some shows in Texas coming up. Dallas, Fort Worth, October uh, 14th. 13th and 14th, 13th and 14th, Fort Worth, 13th, Dallas, the 14th, Austin, Texas, I'm coming November 4th, Denver, November 9th, fool, and um, I'll have to see my boy while I'm out there, fool, I get a chance to hang out with him, uh, but yeah, fool, just, uh, just do yourself a favor, go to his page, check out his shit, very funny guy, you won't regret it, does great skits, he's a big fan of Jim Carrey, and like he... You know, he wanted to be the Mexican Jim Carrey, and you could tell there's some of that in his skits and his, and his everything for He just shot a special, uh, and hopefully, he, I think he's going to end up dropping on YouTube, which I think is the best move. More people, more reach. Um, and, uh, yeah, let me know what you guys think, and uh, that's pretty much it, man. I just wanted to touch base on that. We'll take it from there. Um... My brother too, man. I'm I'm ready for you, man. And uh er just fucking great, dog. All right. We gotta keep trucking, we gotta keep living, we gotta fucking great stuff going up on full, right? Uh shout out to the Asusa Raiders. Uh 
Nikki G football dog is back out there. Uh, I did want to share. He had his first game last week, fool. And he's playing a little running back, dog. And I wish I could have taken a better video, but I was kind of far. My angle was kind of far from where I was sitting. And he got the ball, and he was going to run it in, fool. He got it like on a 10th yard line. Big ass hole down the middle. He was running. I thought he was going to score, which he's never done ever in his life. And right when he got to like the four-yard line, he got, in his words, demolished, fool. He got hit hard, fool. Fumbled the ball. Turnover. Toda la madre, way. And uh, that was his first time taking a, such a hard hit like that from a linebacker, blindsided, bro. And let me tell you, I gasped a little bit. Uh, he stayed down. He said he cried, but they couldn't because of, he goes, because of my helmet. They couldn't really see me cry, but I was crying. Uh, but because I got up, you know, and it shook it off, uh, the medics didn't come on the field because he, he only stayed down for like a second. And so it was just funny, dude, but he said he was, in, he was hurting, dog, and... Uh, it's the cutest little fucking thing in the world. I'm not a big fan of tackle football for kids. I'm hoping this is the last year. He's playing in the junior Gremlins division, which is eight, nine-year-olds. He's nine years old. And so hopefully he doesn't move up to 10 and 11-year-olds, dog. Hell no. Nah. Those fifth graders, fool, fuck that. Um, but yeah, fool, uh, shout out to the Sousa Raiders, dog. Ready for your motherfuckers. Um, that's pretty much it, fool. Uh, let me see if I can find another shout-out. I think I had one more shout-out screenshot. Um, that was a good one, though, Monica, and welcome to this shit, dog. Um, I think that's it from screenshot-wise. What is this? Uh, who's this? Let me see here. Uh, Dam, Dama, D, Dam, Damadam, Damadam. Yo, I thought I was crazy listening to it. Oh, because people were telling me about that. Oh, yeah. So the podcast wasn't working. So the podcast wasn't working. I don't know what. It was a glitch. Some shit happened. Ruben was trying to figure it out. He couldn't figure it out. Basically, he uploaded the real podcast, but the wrong one went up. The old one went up again. So uh, I got a bunch of messages from you motherfuckers. Yo, what's up with the podcast? Yo, what's up? I thought this guy put, yo, I thought I was crazy listening to it at work. I'm like, I heard it before, but since it just got released, what's going on? Am I a tra time traveler? So, yeah, full shout out. I, I took a couple screenshots of people hitting me up about it. Uh, so, yeah, please. Uh, yeah, for sure. Let me see. Uh, uh, that's it, man. I think that was it. That was the last one. I got a shout out. All right. That's pretty much it for me, dog. Covering a lab factory. I'll check you guys out this weekend. Very few tickets left, dog. So, I got in. Uh, like I mentioned, Texas, I'm coming. Salt Lake City, I'm coming. Uh, Shows are starting to stack up again, bro. So we're working on uh, Chandler, Arizona. Chandler, Arizona. I need you motherfuckers to come on and represent. It's my first time at that comedy club. Mike Drop Mania in Chandler, Arizona. First time there, bro. So I really want to make a good impression on these motherfuckers, dog. I'll keep pushing. I'll keep uh, there a flyer coming out soon. More information, dog. But Chandler, Arizona. Tickets are only like 17 bucks, I believe. Fool. It's cheap. Caigan caigan cabrones. I'll see you guys there October 20th and 21. All right? All right. That's pretty much it for me, guys. You guys have a great rest of the week, dog. And uh, I'll see you guys soon, fool. I'm out. Late.